What a glorious day in which we get to honor our Blessed Mother as Queen of Peace and in which we get to celebrate our very own parish. I hope you can stay and join us following Mass for our short procession uh, through the neighborhood. Uh, We'll have plenty of rose petals for our kids, uh, hymns and litanies to our Blessed Mother. Afterwards, we'll head down to Pinehurst for a nice picnic and fun and food. I have to apologize. I was doing some false advertising. I had said that Andy French had been preparing some smoked beef. And after I said that this morning, he came to me after Mass and he said, Father, it's actually only pork. We're not the Vatican. But there will be plenty of good food down at Pinehurst following our procession. A little over two years ago, I was given the great blessing of being made pastor of Queen of Peace Parish here. And on this day in which we celebrate our parish feast, I wish to reflect on the mission that I believe God is entrusting to us here over these past two years the vision, the mission, has come more and more into focus. And I believe our mission is this, to build an authentic Catholic culture and community where we share all of life together, where the fullness of the Catholic faith is proclaimed, celebrated, and lived. There's been a number of popular books written in the past number of years reflecting on the current state of society and the church and what needs to be done about it. One was written about 10, 15 years ago, entitled The Benedict Option. The Benedict Option. And it wasn't in reference to Pope Benedict, but rather in reference to Saint Benedict. In the 5th and 6th centuries, When the Roman Empire was collapsing from within, when the barbarians were at the doorways, Benedict of Nursia left Rome, gathered a number of men and eventually women, and founded what became the first monasteries and abbeys of the Western world. He realized that the empire could not be saved anymore from within. But it was necessary to leave that society and create intentional Christian living where people could grow and persevere in holiness. And so Rod Dreyer, who writes this book reflecting on today, sees similarities that we cannot change the world overnight. But what we can do is create and strengthen the institutions that we have now to become fortresses, to become oases where the Catholic faith is lived, supported, and and encouraged. The other book was written maybe three or four years ago, and it came out of the University of Mary of Bismarck, University of Mary in Bismarck, and it is entitled... From Christendom to Apostolic Mission. From Christendom to Apostolic Mission. 
And it recognizes that we are not in a Christian society anymore. In Christendom, the outside culture and community naturally takes people towards holiness, takes people towards virtue. It's the current of the river, if you will. It takes you in that way. And it recognizes we're not in that culture of Christendom. Not only that there aren't most people identifying as Christians, but that the prevailing vision and narrative of the world is no longer a Christian one. But rather it's more like the apostolic times, the times before Christianity became legal, where Christians had to be truly intentional. They had to resist the outward culture. They had to be radical in their living. And so this book emphasizes that fact and calls Christians to this intentional and conscious living of the Christian life and faith. And the idea for both of these books and my vision and mission is that the faith is caught rather than taught. You've heard me say that before. That's why culture is so important. That you can't be a Catholic Christian just by being taught ideas about Jesus. You have to breathe it in. You have to soak it in. You have to take it in through osmosis. You have to live in it like a fish in water. And therefore, culture and community are so important. Because that's the water that we live in. And we need to create that culture, that water, that community in which we live so that we can grow in holiness and so that the faith, to be honest, so that the faith can actually preserve, persevere into generations to come. So I have a dream where children are baptized in the early weeks of their lives. They're raised in homes where they come to know the love of their Heavenly Father, where fathers and mothers are supported and encouraged in their very important task of raising children and are encouraged to have as many children as God wants for them. Where parents don't feel like they're the only ones trying to live the Catholic faith, but they have numerous close friends who are convicted to do the same. Where their children have friends who are a positive influence on them. I have a dream where our children are educated in a Catholic culture and environment from preschool through 12th grade, where they're protected from harmful influences as much as possible and formed in the truth, goodness, and beauty of the Catholic faith. A parish that creates numerous holy marriages and where others become holy priests and holy religious. I have a dream where our homebound brothers and sisters in Christ are not forgotten but are visited on a regular basis where our more elderly parishioners are valued for their wisdom and their life experience, and they still give of themselves to the parish because they have so much to offer the church and the world. I have a dream where the Lord's Day is truly kept holy, that it is set aside for worship, family, and true recreation, where the holy sacrifice of the Mass is offered with great reverence and beauty, where people are happy to come to Mass because they know it is what God desires 
of them and that they owe it to him because they're fulfilling the virtue of justice and that by offering the Mass, they are being sanctified, they're being made holy, where people receive the grace from the sacraments, such as regular confession and communion, and they allow it to transform them to be saints in the world. I have a dream where we offer regular outreach to the cloquet community to truly help those who are in need and don't know the love of God, the love that God has for them. I have a dream that hundreds of people are involved in discipleship groups and Bible studies where all of us are engaged in mental daily prayer, where we spend hours in in the Adoration Chapel truly coming to know the Lord on a very intimate level. I have a dream that we are and becoming a community that is loving, kind, and generous, not easily offended, where people forgive others and assume their best intentions, where we share each other's joys, struggles, and where we help carry each other's burdens that we all have, where we all can experience the healing power of Jesus Christ. Again, I have a dream where we share all of life together, where our faith isn't just a personal thing. It isn't just something we do for an hour on Sunday, but where our families share together the entirety of life as Christians have always done, because we are truly brothers and sisters in Christ. My sons and daughters in Christ, I'm speaking to you as your spiritual father, as your pastor. I've gone all in on this vision and mission. I've given my entire being to this. I admit I may be wrong, Maybe society and the wider culture will naturally produce virtuous, holy Christians. Maybe we'll see our local community and the world just become more kind and generous, just, well-ordered, with good laws that promote community life. Maybe that'll just naturally happen. Maybe the vision I'm proposing is unnecessary, but I really do not think so. I think it is what it means to be Christian, not to do it alone. And this is what we all long for deep inside. I think we're going to need more and more parishes that are intentional about building authentic Catholic culture and community. And we are going to need to become that parish here. This is a grand vision and mission, but I believe God is calling us to do it. And whatever God calls us to do, he always gives us the provisions to make it possible. He gives us what we need. He never leaves us hanging. And today, on this day, we celebrate Our Lady Queen of Peace. We have the greatest advocate on our side. As I like to say, a 12-star general, Our Lady Queen of Peace. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace, pray for us.